you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the podcast, um, we're going to take a look at the gospel reading uh, for this week in the lectionary, and it's Luke 12, uh, 13 through 21. And uh, Zach, as you dive into that, what speaks to you? Well, it's, a, it's always a fun parable to read um, <laughs> and go through. It's, it's the parable of the rich fool. It's... it's um, it's this guy coming to Jesus and saying, um, how do we divide this up? How do we divide our, our father's estate up uh, between me and my brother? And, and Jesus simply replies, friend, who, who made me judge over you to decide such things as that? Which basically, why are you asking me? Um, I, I, have no st- I have no stake in this. This is not what I do. Okay. You know, and, and so Jesus warns them with, um, beware guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. And then he tells the story about a rich man with a fertile farm. Um, he said, he said to him, uh, the farmer says to himself, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. And then he said, I know I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Uh, and I'll sit back and say to myself, my friends, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat and drink and be merry. Uh, but God said to him, you fool, you will die in this very night then who will get everything you worked for? You as a person, uh, you a person is a fool to store up uh, earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. And so, so Jesus is asked the question of what do we do? How do we, how do we divide this stuff up? Um, and, and we find that so, we find that still, uh, how many, how many folks and families have been, um, gosh, just frankly torn apart and relationships have been ruined because of stuff, whether it's their parents' stuff or it's their own, you know, um, or just the, the constant need to have stuff. And I'm not one to talk. I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> I've got a house and a garage and an office full of stuff. Um, and yet, at what point can I walk away from it and it be okay? That, it, or, you know, in this case, this, these two brothers are fighting over stuff. And, and Jesus is essentially saying, what's more important here? The fact that you get your stuff or the stuff you feel you deserve or the relationships you have with each other and with God. And the parable about the farmer is, is to continue that on him. Hey, this farmer has, has enough. In, and it's not, the answer is not to build bigger storage to have more. It, it's to have what you need and then continue on. Uh, to share, to share the rest, to give the rest, to do, do, it doesn't, it's that old adage of, if you die, you can't take it with you, right? And that's essentially what Jesus says here. If you die, it's still going to be there and you don't get it. Um, In a lot of ways, you don't get it. And, and even today, we still struggle with that of collecting and, and hoarding things that don't really matter. And then we fight over them. Uh, or, or we find ourselves falling into that, that jealousy of, well, they have this and I don't, how do I get that? Um, and, and it's clearly something we have struggled with for a long, long time in human nature. 
of hoarding these things up and making sure we have more than enough. Um, and, and Jesus simply says, hold on, what's more important here? Uh, which is a hard thing to answer because we like our stuff. <laughs> we like to, we want to make sure that we're secure, right? Right. And I don't well, know that Jesus is speaking against that, right? Be secure. I, the hard part is, is the cultural differences that Jesus is like yeah. day and fame, like all that is way different than ours today. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so when you take that in account, you're kind of like, oh man, like this, this is even rougher for, it's actually harder on us now. Oh, for sure. Is the way that we live now versus, you know, then I, I really do believe that. I think that that, that this is even a harder charge for us now mm-hmm. than even the hearers of it would have been for, for, and when Jesus was teaching this, but there's this quote that I always remember from Oscar Romero and it's on the bottom of my emails and it's, it's stuck with me since I've come across it when I was in seminary, it's aspire not to have more, but to be more. And I'm, I'm of one mind um, that, you know, your heart, you know, your pocketbook shows your heart. And um, you know, if, if people were to, to dissect you on that, what would that look like? And, you know, um, it, it would be intriguing to see, you know, how people would respond to that, you know, and, and, you know, like we all know, I mean, it's not unknown that most people don't even reach the tithe. Right. Like 3%, I think we're roughly, I think Methodism is around 3% um, per average household. And I mean, and I know like there's a lot of things to get into that. And, but man, like, you know, just imagine like, like what do we worry about in those situations of finances? Like what, what's causing our root and what's causing our worry. And, and some of that might be even focused or some of it may be just bad investments or, I mean, just like there are things, like I really think looking at ourselves, um, you know, to, to be open to that and seeing where you can, you know, like looking at the story, you know, um, thinking about where, how, and all that stuff, like, you know, what are we doing to set up the future? I mean, I think that that's a good thing to think about, Um, you know, and not just our future, but building on legacies for people to be able to have, like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I know like for me, um, I was able to go to college because of um, legacy gifts that were given for people who came from like my background, um, to be able to go to college and that wouldn't have happened had it not been for those people setting a legacy and doing some good with the finances and resources that they have available. And, um, (laughs) I love this line. Um, this is the way it will be for those who hoard things for themselves and who aren't rich towards God. And I, and I look at that and I think of like, you know, what are we hoarding? I mean, Mm -hmm. what are we really hoarding? I mean, I think that's a kind of thing to think about. Well, and I think, I think that's the, the point of this is, is, is greed, right? And, and greed is one of those things. Jesus is not speaking out about being rich here, or having a lot of, of stuff for money or whatever. That's, that's not the point. The point is greed. At what point does our behavior lean towards hoarding and greed so that we have everything and somebody else goes without? That, that's what greed and hoarding is. And, um, you know, this, this passage and the other passages Jesus talks about money in, it, people tend to mis, misrepresent those or misunderstand those and go, well, Jesus is talking about rich people here. Rich people can't be blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. 
it's when greed comes into play. Um, every, every person in any socioeconomic uh, standing can be greedy. Um, and it's, it's when we hold on to things when we don't need to or have to, and we could simply, we could give it up so somebody else could have. Um, you know, greed is, is looking at everything we have and going, well, I'm just going to keep it because I don't want so-and-so to have it. You know, and that's where these brothers are. Of They're fighting over these things so the other one can't get it, right? Um, and, you know, the church falls into that too. Not even with tithing. But when people do give gifts, we, I've been in churches that have hoarded those. Oh, we can't touch that money yeah. because what if we need it in the future? Like, what if we need it now? Like, <laughs> this is the future right this is the future they gave that five years ago we probably right. should be using it now we need to use um, it now yeah in, I, in I find the, this line so adam hamilton has this great book called enough and actually they just came out with a revised edition just recently and um my church so that's going to be our fall campaign you know because mm-hmm. everybody has a fall campaign i hate fall campaigns i think they're the most useless things in the world um i've never seen one really produce much fruit I'm just being honest there. And, you know, you can write and tweet at me all that you want, your experiences, (laughs) but in any church I've ever served, I've never seen one done well enough to where it motivated people to give more. Right. I've seen people give more is that they giving more to mission and money, like things that are doing things. They're not just sitting there and hoarding. People don't want to give the things that hoard. Right. We're building or mortar thing. I mean, I can get it on the laundry and that. But in Hamilton's book, he has this great line. He says, we are meant to find our security in God, but we find it in amassing wealth. We are meant to love people, but instead we compete with them. We are meant to enjoy the simple pleasures of life, but we are busy, our, we busy ourselves with pursuing money and things. We were meant to be generous and to share with those in need, but we selfishly hoard our resources for ourselves. There is a sin nature within us. And, you know, man, I think about that and think about this quote. And um, I really do think that, you know, being aware of how we're utilizing our money is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure you pay your bill. I mean, if you don't have a whole lot of money to go around and, you know, you've got bills to pay, pay your stinking bills. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many people I sit with come to my office and eat help with their bills. And I sit down with them and talk to them about their finances and what they're spending their money on like trying to convince them that no, you don't need this. You really need to pay your electric bill. Like this is more important. Keeping your AC on is more important than you having, you know, going and buying that third tattoo. Yes. I've had to talk people out of buying tattoos so they could pay their electric bill. That does happen. But I also look at people that have uh, over a mat, like they have money to, you know, give and they're just sitting on it too. Um, and not doing anything, any good with it as well. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of fear that goes into that too, especially in the last, uh, well, for, for the depression era. Right. Um, it, and absolutely what, what, what that generation witnessed through the depression for sure. Um, totally reasonable. Right. Um, and even people in the last 20 years, uh, or 15 years that, uh, saw the market crash, um, in, in the late two thousands, um, they're scared. It's fear. It's fear that plays into that, that causes us to sit on things. Uh, it's fear in churches that causes us to sit on money that was given because what if, what if everybody walks out the door? Yeah. What if everybody walks out the door? Money's not going to bring anybody back. Money's right. not going to do anything. It, do us any good sitting there. So let's use it. Let's do these things. When people have given gifts, 
when we, when we have enough or more than enough to go around and we can do something good with, whether it's our stuff, whether it's our money, whether it's our time and effort, right? Um, you know, and our, our vows in the Methodist church are to, uh, to um, support it with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. If we're greedy with any of those, we've missed the boat. We've missed an opportunity to uh, share God's love and grace in some way through one or more of those gifts. And um, when we're greedy in those, when we're greedy with our time, when we're greedy with our money, when we're greedy with our stuff, we miss opportunities to, uh, to reach out, uh, to love God and to love people. And, and I think that's what, what this piece of scripture is getting at. It's not poking at the rich. It's not poking at anybody uh, other than the greedy. Uh, when we're greedy with our stuff, when we're greedy with uh, who we are, with our time, with all of these things, we're not only hurting ourselves, but we're hurting others. And uh, we can't do that. And Jesus is simply warning against greed. Would you say he, he's not just poking at any particular group, but those that are listening? And I think yeah. that's important. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, those three, what I call, I call them three percenters, those that only listen to 3% of the message. Man, if they only caught 3% of this message, man, they're going to be mad to the teeth. <laughs> Um, and so I think that's something to think about, you know, pay attention, um, dive into that story a little bit more and ask yourself, you know, um, you know, how does your life show, um, you know, that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Tweet us at Matt, the Methodist at Padre Bechtel, Instagram, Facebook, all of those things. Um, you can check out more, uh, more content information at beardedtheologians.com. You can buy some sweet, t-shirts or coffee mugs. I'm sure there's anniversaries going back to school. Guess buy your teachers bearded theologian coffee mugs. They'll love you forever and your kids will get A's. Um, there's a disclaimer on that. I, I can't guarantee that, but buy them. See if, <laughs> it, if works. it does happen, please send us a testimony. So <laughs> we can stand on our That's right, give us five stars. Um, but anyways, for the bearded theologians, I'm Zach Bechtold. I'm Matt Franks. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.